Welcome to A Flow of Words on Scarif Bay Community Radio with Mount Shannon Arts. The chapel was radiant. In the dim gloom on that Christmas morning 31 years ago, it glowed with candles leading us up the aisle. You could feel a collective wow of appreciation from our group, all in our pastel dressing gowns. Going to Mass at nine o'clock in the morning hadn't been on our minds at all until the nurses bustled us out of the ward up to the third floor chapel. We'll mind the babies, they cheerily promised. And after 27 hours of little sleep and lots of crying from both me and herself, I wasn't going to pass it up, a break, however short, for my Christmas bundle of joy. We hardly spoke on the way up. I think we were just savouring the silence. But the humour of the situation gently thawed us out, as we took our places in the chapel near the crib, barely able to move or sit in comfort, longing for sleep, we nevertheless took on the role of devout congregation. And I'm certain they all had the same thought as me. Didn't we have a right to be there? At this annual celebration of a baby's birth, we deserved to be the principal guests. We had just endured the primitive, instinctive, body-shattering, overwhelming, amazing phenomenon of giving birth. We were filled with pride. We joined with spirit in the responses. We sang of three kings, lowly shepherds, angels on high. My overwhelming thought during Mass, though, was how on earth did Mary do it? She was probably already in labour while on the donkey. She would have been grateful to finally lie down on a bed of straw, heated by the warm breath of a mildly interested cow, perhaps. A young girl, her first child, with an elderly husband who presumably wasn't much help as a midwife. We use curious phrases about birth, giving birth, delivering a baby. They suggest a gentle handover rather than the grittier reality of expelling seven or eight pounds from your body. I looked over at the crib, Mary on her knees in prayer. Well, that was a laugh. A new mother would definitely be lying down. Gentle Joseph across from her, two shepherd lads more discreetly in the background, three wise kings already on their way, young and old, rich and poor, a wide spectrum of society, you might say, except they were all men. Was there no kitchen maid who came to worship, or local girls coming back from the well? And surely some woman was called, the innkeeper's wife perhaps, when Mary was in full throes of labour. Wouldn't Joseph have begged some woman, a mother herself, to help Mary at this time? Women have always been present at births, whether as a trained midwife or a doula. I'm sure there were females present at that first Christmas birth, but apart from Mary herself, they've been airbrushed out of cribs and cards, pictures and poems. My five-day stay in Hollis Street is a bit of a blur but I keenly remember being sent up to that mass by the jolly nurses. Did they do the same on Sundays? Probably not. I think they just knew how special the Christmas morning mass would be for us newbies, how nurtured we would feel in that chapel beside the crib. When we came back down to the ward, we hugged our babies with a special fervour. The nurses assured us they had all slept like baby Jesus. Later, they set the table for our festival lunch, No lazy trays in beds for that meal. We laughed, we drank cheap wine, we nursed our babies and ourselves as white Christmas rang from the speakers.
The men would arrive later bearing gifts, but for now, the company of women was enough. Mary, did you know that your baby boy would one day walk on water? Mary, did you know that your baby boy would save our sons and daughters? Mary, did you know? Sunset. We traverse the new land, no trail, no map, no chart, no guide. Life moves against the grain, fighting a current flowing to the mountains. The public Christmas lights spluttering to ignition, witnessed by a wasted town. Streets deserted. Children squinting through parked car windows. Offspring will not return. Wild geese rejecting seasonal migration, air empty of flight. Fever dreams in store. Activity interrupted, a half-life of 10,000 size. Fake news says till all be over by New Year. Thought that too when doomed you marched off to end all wars, leaving hollow men in a hollow land. Even the wolf is in hiding. Hunters stalk the sterile country. Voices rattle through empty halls. Here is the wasteland of grief, where time ticks by like trickling water, a Gordian knot that binds. The winter sun sinking behind the horizon sets the pensive sky red with flame. 1957 Noel Love was all around. It will be late night bright with starlight and a sickle moon. There will be snow falling thickly with full fat flakes settling in a mantle muffling the street lamp below. There will be silence, and I will be freezing in my pyjamas, a peeping, wide-eyed Belfast boy at my bedroom window, filled with anticipation and bursting with Christmas joy, watching the sky for Santa, listening for reindeer on my roof. There will be a Salvation Army silver band gathered in a circle below, playing carols to the terraces of red-brick Belfast houses. There will be another lovely pale face peeping from her frosted window across the snowy street. My first girlfriend, Carol, who will wave at me and I will wave back. Away in a manger, no crib for a bed. The little Lord Jesus lay down his sweet head. The stars in the bright sky looked down where he lay. The little Lord Jesus asleep on the hay. Belfast Christmas Carols 1977 Noel In the bleak midwinter Do you hear what I hear? The ricochet of gunfire in the Christmas night. Do you see what I see? In the fading light, men in hoodies holding a heavy sack and bloodstains in the snow. In the meadow, we will dig a shallow grave. We're burying Christmas here. One day 
it might come back. Do you know what I know? Well, if you do, don't say a word. One day we'll find innocence again. One day there'll be no little drummer boy drumming up trouble, no harking to the heralds of death, no once in good King Billy's city, no wise men peddling lies and bearing guns, no silent sectarian night, no Wenceslas looking after his own, no poisoned figgy pudding, no shepherds in the fields kneecapping sheep, no come all ye feckless balaclavered butchers wishing merry threats and seasonal regrets, no more dreaming of a blue Christmas, no jolly mistletoe for a Judas kiss, no frosty the snowman corpse in a black plastic bag, no unholy night of the Armalite, no jingle bell bombs, no festival of unlearned lessons from all past pain. God rest, you scurry gangsters, and let's find innocence again. One fair county. The Radley house of our neighbourhood, firewood and nestwood scavenged from ditches. Denny at odds with the world, feeding slender twigs to a pitiful fire. Jack Dawes plugging his chimney, returning his smoke to render him a frail ghost by his own hearth, where we just about make him out amid the black fog and mounds of newsprint. St. Stephen's Day, children posing as ranboys, crows among the nightingales, plague him with their one-song repertoire, the boys from the county Armagh. There's one fair county in Ireland, the final straw. Jesus is there near another one. The ran, the ran, the king of all birds in Stephen's day was caught in the furs. Although he was little, his honour was great. Jump up, me lads, and give us a treat. He said he was going to kill, and all I met the wren upon the wall. Opened me wattle and knocked him down and brought him into Carrick Town. Light up a memory. Every year on the grounds of Milford Hospice, a huge tree is illuminated through the Christmas season. The thousands of lights that shine there are lit in memory of someone who has died. The idea that a light still shines for our departed loved ones is comforting. For those who have lost someone, the most wonderful time of the year may not sparkle as brightly. The empty place setting, the name missing from the Christmas card, the one less gift to offer can be hard to bear. Elber Toomey, who lost her husband Con, son Oshin, an unborn daughter in a road crash in 2013, wrote a beautiful piece about coping with Christmas after such a huge loss. For a number of years, her decorations 
were candles lit in a window for her family. In Christmas 2020, she felt ready to once again put up a Christmas tree. She spoke so eloquently about the emotions of handling the ornaments that were last hung with her husband and son and the memories that they evoked. She also spoke about new Christmas traditions, an annual Christmas swim that has helped her cope when, as she says in her own words, she cannot do normal Christmas. The gifts we can give the person who have passed on require no wrapping paper and have no price tag. The best we can offer is to remember them, to talk about them, to do something that they loved to do, to light a light in their memory and to continue on. Something. Each year since I was ten and my first Hornsby clockwork train, I've wanted something for Christmas. Something. I know, we all know, that as we grow, it's only to be expected that we mustn't expect something. But somehow, up to now, I always have expected something for Christmas. Something. Even when I get a present, I feel that it isn't something, not the something I expect for Christmas. Something comes between, like the wrapping paper. I tear it off and there it isn't. Something. When I think of getting something for someone, I never can. I try, but somehow something isn't there for someone, just as it's not for me. Something. I know it's foolish of me to expect to find something for someone who also expects to find something for me. But I do, and you do, each year look for something that isn't there. Something. So much the something isn't there. It has a presence of its own. A ghost of Christmas past which haunts and taunts me. Something. Like Sherlock Holmes and Moriarty or an archaeologist at Newgrange, I look for clues in all the city shops. Something. Now, with my three kids and all their dreams, the quest continues, reaches new extremes. I try to reconstruct the something. A doll's house, a child's dresser, a rocking horse. And still I'm damned if I can find it. Something. Years of search and research leave me unprepared each Christmas day. As the wrapping paper falls away, I wait and watch, like all of you, come what may, for something. 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 Yeah, we'll all come home. Yeah, we'll all come home. For the winter. Yeah, we'll all come home. For the winter. You have been listening to Celia Donahue. Christmas Mass. 
Kenneth Hickey, Sunset, Arthur Watson, Belfast Christmas Carols and Something, Michael Durek, One Fair County and Roisin Bugler, Light Up a Memory. The music you have heard was Cloda Lawler, Mary Did You Know, Damien Dempsey, Happy Christmas, War Is Over, Lisa O'Neill, The Wren, and The Lost Brothers, St. Christopher. Thank you for listening to A Flow of Words.